This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Hi! What's going on? Anthony! What's poppin'? When'd you get in? I got in like a couple hours ago. Dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> from where? New York? Yeah, from New York. Did you do any Halloween festivities last night? You know, I didn't. Well, yeah, I guess I saw a friend of mine, her show. Uh, and then uh, and then I met up with my fiance after her play. And uh, her cast sang me happy birthday. Oh, oh when's your birthday? Today. Today's happy birthday, birthday Thanks. bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate I didn't even it. know that. Yeah. Yeah, today's my birthday. Uh, we'll, we'll send you a cake tomorrow. <laughs> Amazing. A, bel- a belated cake. A belated cake. That's always <laughs> the best. <laughs> so for your birthday, you're kicking off your tour. Yeah, yeah, first show, first stop here in Chicago, and I'm so hyped. Yeah, yeah, um, it's gonna be crazy. Tonight's show's about to be bananas. Lincoln Hall, right? Lincoln Have you been Hall. over that venue yet? Yeah, I played Lincoln Hall one time before. Yeah, and I'm really excited to play it this time because uh, because this is different. This is different. This is my album, man. This is this is some this next level, man. And uh, my family flew in for the for the show. Oh, Friends nice. flew in, like. It's going to be crazy, man. I'm so excited. It's your baby. This whole thing is like your baby, and now you're going to put it out there for the uh, for the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready ready to give this baby up. I'm like, <laughs> here, y'all, <laughs> y'all can have this kid. <laughs> How much time and energy goes into like the rehearsals and everything else? Like, I mean, because now you, you basically unveiled to the world what you've been working on for such a long period of time. Like, How much time and effort does it put to planning the show and getting it ready and the whole deal? Yeah, I mean, first you got to learn the music, right? You like get the band, like, all right, everybody, let's get the music tight. And then once you get the music tight, you're like, all right, so let's experiment. And um, and I think we really created this like kind of theatrical experience, very stripped down, but still a bit theatrical uh, in a lot of ways uh, with this album. You know, the album became a narrative about this character, which is me. These are all personal stories about my life, man. And, and this character is me, but I always say, oh, this album is about a guy who thought he needed to leave home to figure out who he wanted to be in life and then realize at the end and, and come back home, the last song, that all the answers he was ever looking for in life were right in front of him at home. But he had to go on this journey of the good and the bad. He had to go on this journey and experience all the things he did in between the good and the bad, in between leaving and coming back um, to realize that uh, he never had to run away to fig- to find himself. That, you know, he, all he had to do was look in the mirror. You can tell you got a theater background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, <laughs> we, we try to we try to incorporate it all, man, in the show. You know, we try to we try to give people full experience. What we you know, we do. It's like, why? Why else would you see a show live? Right. Like we, you listen to a record and that's one thing. And here's the record. Here's the story. Right. But like now let me show Let me really walk you through it. Like that's why we that, you know, that's hopefully why we, we go see live shows. We want to feel something. We want to feel something more than what we can feel when we listen to the record. So if we've seen you perform, let's say let's say we saw you on James Corden or something like that, right? Yeah. The that performance then is going to be way different than what we're going to see tonight. Tonight's going to be more of a 
immersive experience. I yeah. guess you could say. I, I don't know if it'll be it'll be as immersive as the audience feels comfortable, right? Like I always right. encourage people: if you want to shout, shout; if you want to cry, cry; laugh, laugh; do it all, please. I'm, it's not one of these shows where I'm like, nah, just be quiet. It's like, no, no, no. If you want to talk back, let's have that interaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, because um, this may be the first and last time we ever get to meet. So I want to meet you. Yeah. Right. Like it don't matter. There's five people in the audience. You know, five hundred, five thousand. Right. I want to meet you. Right. So it's uh uh it's uh it's def it's different from James Corden because you know it's recorded and 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 that's you know that's a thing that lives online and 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 on, and on the internets you know what I mean but it's like yo this is this is just us when we come when you come to the show is you and me you know and whoever else whoever you standing next to or whatever but it's like now nah, let's have this experience let's have this time let's have this vibe you know and I'm still gonna dance on stage and we still getting lit right, on stage right. and the show's gonna be what we rehearsed because <laughs> we spent time rehearsing it but you know it's still um you know there's there's nothing like having the added element of the audience you can't you can't make that up it's different people coming to every single show and I, and it's like and, and and the audience is just as important as us showing up you showing up is just as important as if not more <laughs> important than yeah, me showing yeah. up, right? Like, because the music is for you. It's not for me. You know, it's funny, like, talking about James Corden and then talking about your tour. Like, when yeah. you watch that Corden performance, it seems weird because the audience is kind of set back and are they, I mean, I, I guess the question is, are they audience members there for Corden or do they bring in specific people to see you or how does that work? Because it seems like, it might be a tough crowd. Whenever you see, like, you know, any of the late night shows, SNL, yeah. it seems like that might be a tough crowd to try and get excited. And, you know, especially if they're there to see some jokes and then, you know. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, is that a little bit of a different crowd? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know what their situation is over there. I, I don't really know how they... Uh, how You're they like, whatever, just give get, me the audience, I'll perform. But yeah. I'm like, <laughs> if you just put me in front of people, let's go. Like, I mean, because... You know, I don't know. It, it, it's like whether they came to see me or not, you know, they're there. Right. So they deserve they deserve my best. They deserve the best out of me. Right. So and um, and 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 it was dope. One of my homies came to the show. She's like, yo, bro, I don't know if you noticed, but the audience, they were standing up and they did not stop clapping your entire performance. And I was like, yo, for real? <laughs> she was like yes have you watched it back and I was like nah she's like watch it back and I watched it back I'm like yo they for real were standing the whole time and that's kind of cool and it was fire so I don't know who they came to see but it felt like they came to see me that's good. in that's that moment matters, right? right like yeah it, it felt good man when did you know you were talented like at what point <laughs> in your life did you, did, did you just wake up and go man I can sing I can perform <laughs> at what point did you go ah oh, shit I might have something here yeah uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know when I thought I like. I guess I don't know when I when I realized I was talented or anything like that. I think I think when I realized I had something, uh, I had something to say or I had something to give. One of my teachers, one of my teacher Miss H. I remember she came up to me. Uh, I was I started doing the theater guild and uh, you know and I was I was doing the plays in school when I was sixteen. I auditioned for what I thought was a talent show, but ended up being a musical. And I sing my song and teacher's like, yeah, can you read these lines? I'm like, nah, miss, I don't do that. <laughs> She's like, this is a musical, bro. You have to read the lines. I'm like, all right, all right, I guess so. And I read the lines and they gave me a, like a lead part in the musical. And I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. And, um, and, then, uh, and then fast forward, I remember we're doing an, uh, a show called Back to the 80s in, in high school. And, and I walk out from a dress rehearsal. I come out of the, the off stage and we just finished. And one of my teachers 
comes up to me. She's my Shakespeare teacher at the time in school. I didn't even have grades to be in an honors class, but she like saw something in me, right? She, she wanted the many teachers, another teacher, Sarah Steinwise, my director was another angel and Jason Jacobs, my counselor. But Miss H comes up to me in the aisle and she goes, yo, she's like, yo, my man, um, you need to do this for the rest of your life. She looked me dead in the eye. She grabbed me by both my shoulders. And she's like, you know, just so she makes sure I couldn't move. And she's like, yo, <laughs> you need, you need, this is what you need to be doing for the rest of your life. Shortly after that, again, my grades weren't that good, but she put me in an honors class. She, her Shakespeare class was an honors class, but she's like, I don't care. You need to be in this class. You need to learn about Shakespeare. We need to, we need to, we need to get you to where we think you can be, you know, because we believe in you. And I was like, all right, let's go. And that was in New York? In New York, yeah. I was about six, I was 16 years old. But my mom, you know, I always sang as a kid and um, my mom would make me sing at the family events. She'd be like, you know, Anthony, <laughs> sing a song, sing a song for the family. You know, I'd be like, all right, mom, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like that. But uh, uh, it was great. And, and, and it was great, man. But, uh, you know, and my family, you know, your family, they say nice things. and like, oh, yeah, that was great. That was that was good. But, um, but it's you know, it's, it's dope when strangers right. are like, yo, my man, like, but I mean, that's good to hear though, too. I mean, especially here in Chicago, we're just coming off of a te- uh, big teacher strike. I don't know if you saw any of that, but I mean, today yeah. was the f- first day back in like 10 days, 12 days. Mm. And um, so it's good to hear like teachers, can, you know, have that type of impact. Teachers are so important. I mean, I wouldn't be sitting with you right now if it hadn't been for teachers. I w- right. We wouldn't even be talking right now. You know, there would be no album <laughs> for me to promote. You know, uh, you know, I wrote it in the song, you know, almost went to the Navy. Thank God for Jason. He saved me in the song, the good and the bad, the title track on the album that that song is sort of like the, the three minute and 30 second, uh, uh, snippet of my entire life, you know, like almost went to the Navy for real. And then my, I had no college to go to. All my applications got withdrawn because we were going through some craziness. And all of a sudden, my best friend from high school, Jason, calls our high school director and is like, yo, aunt's crying in my room right now. I don't know what to say to him because I wanted to give up. I was like, I can't do this. I had only one application pending. And this and my teacher, Sarah Steinwise, the other teacher, she's like, yo, the director at, uh, of the theater guild at the time was like, yo, come to my house right now. We're going to finish this application. I'm like, nah, you live far. She's like, nah, you need to come to my house right now, bro. Stop playing. Walked about a mile and a half. Yo, I get, we get to her crib. We fill out the application at her table, her kitchen table. She sends it out. She pays for it because I couldn't afford it. And then she gives, uh, I get into the school. She helps me with the audition material. I can't afford the school. I get in and I'm so excited, but I see the numbers and I'm like, how are we going to do this? She gives my name to a scholarship foundation at the time. Jerry Seinfeld had a scholarship foundation. I meet with them. They hear my story and and, and I'm crying. She crying. I'm like, oh, I got to go. And then I leave. The school calls me the next day for a loan. I said, can you give me one more day? Two hours later, they call like, hey, we don't usually give this scholarship out to people with your grades, but we want to pay for your school for all four years. Amazing. And my life was changed instantly. And if I didn't know that this is what I needed to do before, in that moment, I knew. In that moment, it was like, oh, no, this this is, I need to, this this, this is where we're going. That's this. absolutely incredible. So then at what point, how far after that then, did you end up with Hamilton and all of that? So I was, I mean, Hamilton happened, I was about 22 years old. It was funny. I, had, I it was wild. Like I had just come off a cruise ship. I was just singing on the cruise ship. Like you know, I, I did Saturday Night Fever, the musical, and Royal Caribbean, Liberty of the Seas, <laughs> just bouncing from island to island. You know what I'm saying? Bouncing from island to island, literally dancing my way through the Mediterranean. And you know, you know what I mean? And. uh and she's like, and uh, no, and I come back. I said, she, who's she? So I come back and um, 
And uh, I come back to New York and I'm like, wow, no one knows who I am at all. They already didn't know who I was, but I just went out on the ocean for seven and a half months and I just came back to land. I came back on land and no one, people on, who live on land really don't know why. So I should start doing some auditions. Outside I had no, of a few tourists in Hawaiian shirts. Right. Nobody knows, right? Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, you're that guy. You play double J. I was like, oh, you're Royal Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Said no one. Right. <laughs> and, like, and we went and we, uh, and we go and, and we and 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 I do this open call, right? I find out there's the open open auditions happening, right? In New York, what's dope about New York is that you can, you know, and and theater in general, right? Like you can you can get seen a lot easier than in film and television, right? Uh, and you can go to open calls, open auditions. It's a requirement. The the union actors union uh, requires uh, uh, these 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 production companies to have these open calls, right? For somebody, and, and it's very slim that you'll get a job that way, but there's still a chance, right? And um, uh, so I go in for one of these open calls and, and I was doing a show at Radio City at the time and uh, it called Heart and Lights. It was supposed to be the equivalent of the Christmas show, but in spring. And uh, and I'm doing that as a singer. And and I go and I go, you know, I walk in, I go into this open audition. I'm like, let me go do this open call before rehearsal. And I go and I do this open call for this other musical that Telsey, this casting company in New York was casting. I go and sing my Ain't Too Proud to Beg from the Temptations. They're like, all right, good job, good job. <laughs> Next thing you know, Fast forward, they like, I get an email. You, you ain't right for that other thing, but you're totally right for this other thing we're working on called Hamilton's Mixtape. And that was the workshop. It was like a four-week developmental lab of what became Hamilton on Broadway. So this is way before Way before. Anything. This is 2014. Okay. And, and, and I did that audition, and all of a sudden, I get in. Boom, I do that audition. They keep calling me back. They call me back. My fourth audition, finally, it's like, yo, they were like, yo, so we want to, we want a fourth audition. Yeah, we, we, we want to, I, I get, I, I do my last audition for, for, for the team, right? The, every audition, the table, behind the table, the people just kept growing. I'm like, yo, how many, I'm doing this for, I'm doing this for all of New York. <laughs> auditioning. <laughs> and then, but finally, last audition, boom, I do it. I leave. I go to rehearsal for this other thing at Radio City. And, and then, uh, and, uh, uh, I see a sign and it says uh, on the wall, right? Where we sign in. Hey, don't bother signing in. Everyone just come up to the large rehearsal hall for a meeting. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're all fired. <laughs> and sure enough, all of us got laid off that day from that show. That show the closed. The day of your final Hamilton the, rehearsal. The day of my final Hamilton audition so i auditioned in the morning and then i go to rehearsal and then we go up for this meeting all of us get laid off from this show and then a couple hours later um after we cleared out all the refrigerators of all the alcohol everybody was all depressed (laughs) and whatnot (laughs) i was like like, "Ah, whatever (laughs) and uh and i get this call like hey so i go to the other room and uh and men's dressing room everybody's hanging on the women's dressing room go to the men's dressing room like hey hello and they're like hey so we heard about heart and lights we heard about this show getting canceled um do you want to come do hamilton's mixtape i was like yo y'all serious right now like yeah 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 and 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 ever since that moment boom it was like i lost that job at one o'clock and i got hamilton at four and uh, (laughs) i jumped on this train that just never stopped and uh (laughs) Yeah, it was wild, bro. Yeah. I mean, you can't make this up. And what's crazy about that is, I mean, that was before anybody knew really who Lin-Manuel Miranda was. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, he, pe- he, people knew, within, but like, not like, not, not like, like now. mainstream hosting SNL. Like he was, you know, it was before all of that. Sure. Um, and before the whole Hamilton. Th- so at what point did you, <laughs> did you realize when you're doing Hamilton, yeah. you're like, Oh shit, we got something. Like, was there a moment that stuck out where like this is bigger than I ever thought it was going to be? Yeah, when Barack Obama came, 
I was like, oh, the president is here. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a busy guy. <laughs> oh, he decided to spend his evening with us. And then he came off Broadway and he came back when we were on Broadway and gave a speech on the stage. And we went to the White House. I was like, oh, 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 oh. I was like, oh, I think we got something here. This might be a thing. People, yo, I mean, people from all, all over the world were coming to see our show. And like all celebrities, people I grew up watching on TV, athletes I grew up looking up to, all types of people were coming to see the show. And I was like, yo. And we knew it was special. You know, people ask me all the time. They're like, yo, you're like, when did you know? Did you know the show was going to be as big as it as it became? And I was like, nah, I didn't know that. But I knew the show was special. I knew it was special. And, and, and the rest of us knew it, too. Even when we were doing the show for four hundred dollars a week off Broadway for six months, you know, everybody, people giving up TV contracts, all sorts of things to be a part of this thing that we all knew was special. We ain't know it was going to explode, but we knew you just know as like. As an, I mean, like, you know, for anybody, right? You walk into a you know, relationship. Oh, this is different, you know, <laughs> this, you know, and, uh, and it was, it was, it was something. And then it became, it became what it became, you know? You're, you were getting paid 400 bucks a week when it first started. Oh man, it was wild, bro. Like we was off, we were off Broadway at the public theater and, um, and it was actually the most fun I had doing the show because, you know, ironically, right? Like I wasn't getting paid a lot of money, but. I was having such a great time because no one, no one was there yeah. concerned about money, right? Like we were all doing it for, you know, for almost no money really. And, um, and we were just there because we loved it and we were just enjoying the time. We loved the show and we loved each other so much. Right. So and then it such, paid off and it paid off. It was Are like, we doing boom. on time? Are we good on time? Yeah. Okay. Um, because that, when you left Hamilton, then that kind of morphed into other, I mean, you were in, um, um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Star is Born. Gaga's and, thing. Yeah, and Spike Lee's joint. She's got to have it. It was cool, man. It was cool. Yeah, because like, you were Mars Blackman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wild. See, you that know. throws me back to my my childhood, man. It was crazy. Spike was cl Spike was in the audience. I'll never forget it. He was in the audience off Broadway, and my man was clapping aggressively and pointing after the show, and clapping aggressively and pointing. And my boy Chris Jackson, he's next to me, and we he played George Washington on the show, and we take the bow, and we come back up, and Chris like, he ain't pointing at me. And we, <laughs> and we take the bow again and I was like yo is Spike Lee point at me and sure enough sure enough he, how is that guy in real life God, he's one of my mentors man that's yeah. like that's my dude he's he's a man of few words and when he speaks it's so profound and it's like and he's so he's brilliant he's a you know I think he's one of the greatest um, filmmakers of my time right like of our time really I think and and uh, he's from Brooklyn you know and he always reps it he's 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 so Brooklyn through and through, and it's just so cool to to see uh, to see someone in in Hollywood, right? Be unapologetic, just like unashamed, unapologetically who they are, right? Right, and like and be like, oh no, I'm gonna still make movies, but we shooting them in New York. Like, I ain't going to. I'm bringing Hollywood to me. Hollywood is going to come to me, and I was <laughs> like, oh man, maybe maybe we could do that. Maybe that's a thing, right? Because we're we're where there's this dream, right? There's this mystique with Hollywood. Like you need to go there, right? To, to get it. You need to go there, right? That's what, I mean, that's what this album is about. This guy, this person, right? Me actually, you know, these, this, these, these are real stories of my life, but this, you know, it's like, I thought I needed to go there to, 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 to find it, to find who I was, to, to, to get my dreams, to, to become who I wanted to be in life. And then I, and it's funny, like I live in New York and my, and like, I'm, I'm in New York and my career is like 
And I, I would never want it any other way. I'm home, right? I'm home, yet I still get to 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 live out my dream and do the things I want to do, and 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 I get to be around my family, right? Like, and it's like we never have to like. Sometimes a dream just finds you. Sometimes you don't have to chase it, right? It's like, yeah, we show up and we work hard, but when we do that, sometimes we just put ourselves in a position where the dream can just kind of find us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, you you worked hard though at the same time. I did. And so, I do. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I work my tail off, but uh, but you know, I love it, man. It's because awesome. you, you obviously it. knew you could sing. You know, going back to your high school, you know, musical days, and then you know, Hamilton, and then um, Stars Born, and and by the way, Bradley Cooper for all the ladies in real life is he just as stunning as he is on TV? Bradley Cooper is stunning. He is a beautiful human being on the outside and the inside. Everyone, yeah. Lady Gaga, same. Same. She's you know, she's a she's amazing, and she works so hard that that's what like i i'm like of course right you have to be a hard worker to be where she is or like right to accomplish the things she's accomplished right but but to see it in person is different i was like oh no no that's what it takes to be the greatest that's what it takes she's pretty well-rounded man she's unbelievable yeah like unbelievable bro like i mean an like an animal she's like she she could be anything could be happening in her life and she's just like so laser focused man i mean she's uh it was inspiring it was inspiring and bradley was the same bradley was you know that was his first movie he directed and you would have thought he's been directing for years uh he was so focused people ask me oh what was it like watching bradley direct i said yo i i there, there is almost no other person i've ever seen work on a set and look as focused as he was and and be as focused as, i mean i'm sure everyone's fo- right all i mean john chu is incredible he's one of the most amazing humans i've ever met he's one of my heroes like and i got to work with some amazing people right and 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 it's, it's i'm so grateful but like watching bradley work it was you know he was just one of the the many who uh i was like man that cat's focused you know he's 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 in it he knows exactly what he, he sees it in his head He's just like, can everybody else see what I'm seeing? Can he's like telling people, this is what I see. Let's make this happen. Right, yeah. And he brings you know, it to let's life. Let's go to Glastonbury and do this, shoot this massive scene, <laughs> right? In the middle of Willie Nelson's, you know, set. Right. Like it was crazy. <laughs> so that brings me forward to today because now you got a record deal. You're with the biggest record label on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> you got the tour starting tonight at Lincoln Hall. You got yeah. new music, which you've talked about the music where I, I guess to kind of bring this full circle and wrap it all up and put a bow on it. Yeah. The music. Yeah, we can get we can get the single now, right? Yeah, so you know, I got my song "Mind Over Matter" is out, and um, you know, I we've got we've got the whole album is out now, so you can get the whole album, and I would I would recommend just get get the entire thing, and 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 you know, it's forty minutes. Go close your eyes and chill up in your living room or when you're taking the train to work or the bus on your on your drive on your way to work. Just pop it in and 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 take that journey with me, you know, um, uh, because uh, you know I. I I'm so grateful that I got to make a. F- I got to make this album, and and it's a full thought. It's it's beginning, middle, and end. And the beauty in albums is that, uh, that like, yo, we get to really take people on a journey, right? It's, it's and every song you get to take people on a journey. But yo, this it's different when you get to put twelve songs on an album, and you're like, okay, here, boom, the guy leaves home, which is what happened to me. Left home, I went to LA, came back, right? I go to the industry party supposed to be the hottest party right and i got invited i was flattered but i, I really wanted to just like kind of netflix and chill that day right and right. the song's called auntie basement 
Right, because there's nothing like I swear I had a better time. Dollar slice, Corona lime, cousin spinning joints all night in Auntie Basement. All this fancy shit is fine, but it don't compare. No, I swear I had a better time in Auntie Basement. And I'm not saying the party wasn't good, but there's nothing like partying with people you love in the places most familiar. Right, and then the guy. Right, and then we go on first. Then the next song is about the first night my fiance and I kissed. Called one more hour about how somebody's so fly you wish you had more time with them that night but the sun's coming up and all the places you go into are closing down and you there's nowhere else to go we probably should head on home right that's those are the lyrics i'll call you a car but you say stop let's go one more hour right and then you know we go they go on a spontaneous trip then they're making passionate love right and mind over matter right they're actually making love that's a song for all my people who've been with their person for two three four five fifteen years right like you know this is for all the people not having one night stands all the time right because we got a, a we have a bunch of songs like that and that those you know have a space in the world but that's not my life and that's not a lot of people's lives from what i can recall in my you know from my friends and the people i've met and and then this person's in a relationship that's not a relationship you know, how many of us been in that situation, right? And you're like, oh, I thought we was doing this. I guess not. You know, then they're telling little lies. If I confess everything uh, that you've been wanting to know this whole time, maybe that'll make you take this serious. Nah, not enough. Boom, boom. Woman, I wanted a song. I wanted to write a song about the power and the strength of a woman's love. And, you know, it's basically like this guy, me, it was for real. I'm like, basically, look, if I could have loved you like I was a woman, right? It's like, I should have stayed, but I couldn't, should have spoke, but I wouldn't. And I did what I shouldn't. If I could have loved you like I was a woman, then maybe I would have loved you like crazy, but I did what I shouldn't. If I could have loved you like I was a woman, right? And we go on to figure it out. She's gone. He's lonely. Figure it out is about a person who doesn't have it figured out. It's okay if you ain't got it figured out, right? Then to either way, friend pulls you out of the rut. We need friends like that. Thank God I got friends like that. And if you don't, I suggest you get them. And then uh, the good and the bad is basically that recollection of everything that this person's been through. And it was my recollection of everything I have been to up, been through up until this point. 28 years old here in Chicago, in Lincoln Hall, hanging with you, talking, right? Like all the things I've been through to sum it up to the good and the bad. I mean, to come back home where it's like, you know, um, I had to leave to see how good I had it. I had to go to know how good I had it. So would you have me if I come back home? You know, so... Um, that's basically, you know, do you st- get, go that's on a journey a with, my, with me? I've never heard a more thorough dissection of an album from an artist in my life. So well done. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Hey, have fun tonight. I know you're busy. I know you got some, you know, big fat show tonight at Lincoln Hall. So go have fun. <laughs> we've, dude, we've been sitting here chatting for 25 minutes, so I should probably let you go. It's all good. It's been a great chat. Yeah, I mean, man. I absolutely. It. Thanks for coming by the B96 studios. Have fun on this tour, all right? Thanks for having me. So much Thanks fun. for spreading some inspiration to some people today. Let's go. I feel inspired. I feel like I'm ready to go run through a wall. Let's go. Nah, don't <laughs> run through a wall. Don't do that. <laughs> that was another above average edition of Spanky's Corner. A podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.